Hello, and welcome to the Denali Lord Nutrition and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host and author, Denali Lord. I'm also a registered dietitian, fitness professional, and mindset coach. Are you busy as you know what? I don't know about you, but it seems like there are days where I am literally busy as F you, you know what? So if this is you, where you feel like you are running from A to B to C, somehow by the end of your day, you're all the way to Z, listen up because we're going to talk about busyness and how to slow the you know what down. (laughs) So busyness, it's just become the new norm. I feel like 2020 was a wash with the pandemic and going into lockdown. Now, depending upon where you lived, I lived in Colorado at the time, it took a while for us to bounce back, meaning that some stuff was kind of open, some stuff stayed closed for a while. So we were in kind of this awkward in-between phase. Well, it seems like now in 2023, we're still making up for 2020 and even into some of 2021. I feel overwhelmed, um, honestly, almost every day with there being some kind of priority, some kind of immediate need. And quite frankly, guys, busyness, although it may have become our norm of how our minds and our bodies function, it's not healthy. And I'm not here to preach to you guys because believe me, everything I'm talking about today, I am also living it. I am taking my own advice. So let's just kind of dive into things. So if you can, I mean, you're, you're obviously listening to this podcast. I'm sure you're doing multiple things at once. So if you can take a few minutes to pull yourself away from whatever you're doing. Now, if you're driving, again, we're going to talk about busyness and busyness as a distraction, but please be careful. Please don't get into a wreck. So busyness, as we mentioned, it's just become the new normal. And I can honestly say that I spend about half my day so preoccupied with what comes next, it's really damn hard for me to be fully present and fully engaged. You can ask my husband, you can ask my friends. It's like, what is going on? You know, sometimes she just doesn't seem all there. So I think the first step into slowing down and becoming less busy is acceptance. We have to admit to ourselves and maybe to a few trusted individuals how freaking busy we are. So that sometimes it, it's hard to admit something, especially when we're in denial or when we don't want to see it. So step one is we have to just ad- accept that we're busy and we're aware of it. So how often throughout your day, are you distracted? Are you trying to answer an email and drive down the road? Are you trying to eat your lunch and answer a work email or attend a work conference or be on a work meeting? How fully focused on your food are you? So take 90 seconds and write down and reflect on how often throughout your day you are doing two things at once. You are thinking about the next thing or you're engaged in a conversation with someone and you realize your mind starts to drift off. Just jot it down. Take a few seconds and I'll check back in.
at least 50% of the time, if not more like 80, maybe even 90% of the time. So this is a hard look. If you're still not sure, if you're like, oh, I don't know, if you take your planner or even a calendar in your phone and look at how many things you are doing for work, for your kids, for your families, or just for others, and then look at the amount of time that you're spending for yourself. I bet at most, if it's a good day, we're getting an hour to maybe 90 minutes in for time for ourselves, which I realize you do have to work within your schedule and not all of us have the luxury of taking a whole afternoon just to dedicate time and attention to ourselves. But I'll be brutally honest, the less time we spend taking care of ourselves and prioritizing our lives, the more of a cluster you know what our life will become. And trust me, I am living proof of that. Since 2021, I feel like I've been chasing my own tail. I have been trying to find balance and prioritization in my life. And 2023 has really been a year. I mean, we're only halfway into the year, really, where I have held myself accountable. A lot of you guys know that um, I have my own business. I teach at several studios in the Denver Boulder area. And I also... I'm trying to balance my own personal life with all this. And I think for a while things just got to be too crazy. So I've started cutting back and I've started to prioritize which studios I want to teach at and really where I want to take the direction of my business. And that's a scary thing because, well, I like being busy. I am not good with idle time. There is not a day where I'm bored, I can tell you that, even if it's a day where I don't have as many clients or if I have no clients or I'm not teaching at a studio, which is pretty seldom, I like to be busy. I like to see things, I'm very much a planner, I have all the planners, all the journals, so I wanna see stuff written down, 8 a.m., we got this, 9 a.m., this, 10 a.m., and so on and so on. So being able to just kind of look at my planner, look at my calendar, I realize I am giving 80 to 90% of my day away to work, clients, or just others. And while yes, that's, that's needed, I love my clients, I love my studios where I teach, I'm also putting in very little back to myself. I do exercise every day, but sleep, sleep and eating while not distracted. I will tell you, it's a, it's a needs improvement area. I have been driving down the road to go teach at a studio and I'm literally sitting there eating chicken spaghetti, trying to cut up chicken and eat spaghetti all while driving. Can you imagine? That just sounds like the epitome of a shit show. So yes, yeah, sometimes as much as I don't want to admit it, my life feels kind of like a cluster on wheels. So step number two, now that we've realized we're putting the majority of our time focused on others, how do we slow down? Well, we have to prioritize what's important to us. This is not something I can do for you. I can give you guidance as far as how to do it, but you have to have a good hard look at your schedule, a good hard look in the mirror, and you have to decide what is important to you. No one can tell you that. 
It's a good thing that you have discernment in this, meaning that we're not going to feel guilt into thinking something should be a priority. This is just a almost a righteous sense of what is a high priority for you. For me, I prioritize my sleep first. That, that comes first and foremost. Uh, most people know I'm a bear without it. I prioritize exercise. I prioritize healthy eating. And now I'm prioritizing the amount of time I spend on the road. I realize between all the studios that I teach at, between my own business, I am driving on average between two and three hours a day, a day. Now this is not all at once. This is just, I'll drive 20 minutes here, then 20 to 30 minutes here. Then it's, it's just, it's too fricking much, you know? And I realized how angry, I mean, you can almost hear my voice, how angry I was getting. Because the traffic around Denver, it's getting worse. It's starting to remind me a lot of Atlanta. I'm from the good old ATL. So, yikes. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. So, we're writing that list. So, take, again, another, let's say, three minutes to write down your top five priorities. Okay? And if you're like me and you work multiple jobs, obviously, those jobs are going to be a priority. If you have more than three jobs, okay, one, one, we need to talk, (laughs) but two, if you're a gig worker, like I consider myself to be mostly a gig type worker. Okay. Or if you're an entrepreneur, you do have multiple sources of income coming in. You just do. That's the way entrepreneurship works, but we got to prioritize to those top two or three things that are going to make you the most bang for your buck. Okay. So take about three minutes and I'm going to check back in. Go. It might've been a little bit harder to work through. So if you're struggling, if you feel like phoning a really trusted friend or asking a loved one, like, Hey, I I really need your help. This might be a good time to have a conversation of I'm trying to slow down. I'm trying to take some of the busyness out of my life and add more value to it. And I would love your opinion. So you can always phone a friend or phone a loved one. So the next step, I want you to start to notice so we're becoming more aware of what we do as we're doing things. Are you giving something your full undivided attention? Or are you sitting there working with a client and you're thinking about, oh crap, I left X, Y, and Z. I need to go do that later. We got to be real with ourselves because our clients, they deserve our undivided attention. Our workplaces, they deserve our undivided attention. Otherwise, doesn't yield good results for anyone. So just start to take an inventory, you know, and I highly recommend, I've kind of mentioned this all along, keep a journal, or if you hate to journal, type it out in a spare Word document or pages document, just word vomit, all this that comes out. You should see me. I am literally notebook queen and I have a notebook for everything and they all have their own label on them. Um, I joke with my clients because each of my clients have their own notebook where I keep their information in there so I can easily reference it. So do what you got to do to keep yourself organized. All right. The third step. Or really four, right? Because we're, no, it is three. Because one, we're, we're becoming aware of just how busy we are. Two, we're prioritizing things. Three is we're starting to notice our ability to just stay present, stay focused. And four is setting 
boundaries. So you have to decide what's important. For example, if you have 10 jobs, realistically, can you sustain these 10 jobs? No. So prioritize the ones that you consider factors like you enjoy it. You enjoy what you do. You enjoy the people who you work with. Yes, pay is important, but pay is not everything. Because if you're making a higher amount of money or you have a higher hourly rate or whatever, but you hate the people that you work with, it makes you cringe every time you have to step foot in that place or in that facility. You have to be honest with yourself. How long do you think you can keep doing that? I know we're really strong people, but we only live once. And why hate where you work or who you work with? Okay. So set boundaries. All right. So setting boundaries might also look like I am going to make sure I go to bed at 10 o'clock every night. No questions asked. It's just a done thing. For a lot of us, we have issues with our electronic devices. That's a big boundary that we often cross with ourselves. We're either up scrolling late, looking at something, or maybe we're on our computer, shopping, or working, whatever it is, whether it's productive or not productive. Our brain needs to have the downtime. Our brain cannot function on autopilot and going, 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 constantly being on without there being a big crash. This can lead to things like depression, anxiety. It can lead to sleep disturbances like insomnia and other sleep issues. Sleep issues, anxiety can lead to overall elevated levels of inflammation and stress, which ultimately affect our neurological system. It can affect our cognition and our ability to think quickly and accurately. It can affect our cardiovascular system. We're not able to, um, one, we're putting a lot more stress on our heart. And so our heart is going to give out, right? Or we're going to set ourselves up for other heart-related diseases. Also, working all the time, being stressed and anxious all the time, it wears down your immunity. There's nothing faster to wear down your immunity than stress, lack of sleep, and overall inflammation. Our body's good, but it's not invincible right? We are human. That's just the way that our bodies are designed. So start thinking about ways that you can set boundaries for yourself. For example, I have my phone set on do not disturb from 8 PM until 7 AM where I, if I receive a message, I don't get a notification about it. I don't have a little vibrate or a chirp or any kind of noise that alerts me that I have a message or a missed phone call. Now, if it's someone that I really need to get in touch with, or if it's a loved one, I do make an exception, but clients, friends, I love you guys. It's boundaries because if my mind is up all night thinking about whatever, I don't rest. And then when I see you the next day or days, I'm not able to give my full presence, my full being because I'm tired. So it's just having the boundaries. It's having that self-respect. You might have um, a boundary such as I don't bring my computer home with me from the office if you work in an office or I don't bring my computer or work phone home with me on the weekends, right? Or maybe you have a timer of, okay, I work from home. My office is in my bedroom. I don't look at anything work-related. I physically turn my computer off. I turn my work phone off at 7 p.m. and I won't look at it again until 7 a.m. 
So other ways to help us slow down is to be more mindful. Now, how do we be more mindful? Well, one of them is definitely through setting boundaries. We need to be able to set boundaries like no phone or just limit conversations if you work in person. I know some of us, we have jobs where we might work until midnight. And so you have to have that boundary of, okay, once I leave work, I'm going to leave work. And once I decide to shut my computer down, my phone down, I'm going to bed. Other habits to help keep us mindful and present, sleep. So think of sleep is a way to recharge your car's batteries. Sleep for us is a way for us to build back our immunity, to allow our brain and our heart to get the rest and the nutrients it needs in order to fully restore and repair itself. Over 70% of the population does not get enough sleep. The recommended sleep per night is for an adult is seven to nine hours. Now, children and adolescents, they need more because they have growing bodies. But did you know that actually as you age, you need more sleep because it takes longer for your body to heal and to repair itself. We have higher levels of inflammation because we've been in that go, go, go mode our whole life. And maybe we have a bad diet or maybe we haven't slept well. And so it takes longer. That's why we have to recharge our batteries. Other ways to create mindfulness besides sleep, putting away our phones, daily exercise, daily movement or exercise. If exercise makes you cringe is something that will help energize us. It gives back. It improves our circulation. It improves our cognition. It improves our immunity. It improves our ability to metabolize our food. It keeps us healthy. Exercise is a gorgeous thing. And lastly, Ways to create more mindful habits, journaling or typing something out, painting. Painting is oftentimes very soothing. It allows us to express ourselves in a more creative way. Meditation. So allowing ourselves to not just space out for a few minutes, but to be fully present and to only concentrate on exactly our breath, and being present, which for a lot of us, including myself, is a very hard thing to do. If meditation is something that you're interested in, there are apps on the Apple store. If you just Google or on your Android phone, meditation apps that are great. Um, I have an aura ring, the aura ring. I bought it to track my sleep, but it's also a great wellness tool because it does look at my exercise, my rest, my sleep, of course, but it has these little meditation guides because I've already told you guys, I am not good at sitting still and just focusing on my breath. Um, I loved being a yoga teacher, but the meditation part I really struggled with. So being able to meditate, you don't have to do it for an hour. Maybe you start out with something as simple as one minute, one minute. Okay. I can sit still for one minute. So it's our building block. It's our foundation of where we are going to grow from. So guys, if we want to slow down, we have got to one, just become aware of how busy we are. We have to accept that. 
in order to slow down, we have to prioritize what's important to us because quite frankly, we simply cannot do it all. And if you are in a position where you either have people work for you or you are part of a big team, delegate what you do. Don't try to do it all yourself. I know a lot of us, we're, we're control freaks. We want to, we want to do it ourselves because we know it'll get done right. Well, honestly, it may not get done right because we are so bogged down and burnt out. Delegate, prioritize what doesn't work for you. Um, just over the, the past couple of weeks, I've had to let a couple of studios go. Was it hard? Yeah. Will I miss teaching at those studios? Yeah, but I know in order to improve my health, my sanity, I really need to slow down, okay? And I, I think for a lot of us, we all just need to slow down. So next, we're going to start to become more present. So just when we're engaged in a conversation with someone or when we're typing an email, when we're teaching a class or teaching a lecture, we're fully focused on what we're doing because those people or that subject deserves our undivided attention. That's going to make us a better teacher, a better presenter, a better employee, a better parent, a better spouse, a better boyfriend or girlfriend. We got to be present. We got to give to get, right? There's a lot of give, giving in order to receive. Okay. And then as far as slowing down, boundaries are key. So think about setting an alarm, a bedtime alarm. If you have a wake up alarm, why not have a bedtime alarm? Hey, it's time to start winding down. It's time to put your phone away. If it's, I'm going to set my alarm, I'm shutting down work. We are finishing that email or that project. We're shutting the computer down. We're not going back to that space until it's the next day. And it's the designated start time. Okay. Also ways to help slow us down is to be more mindful. So evolving, being present is part of it, but things like arts and crafts, such as painting, journaling. I know some people that love to do crossword puzzles or um, stitching, like learning how to cross stitch. That is a huge thing that can help you just kind of slow your central nervous system down, regulate your thoughts, and just help you feel less busy, more intentional. I think at the end of the day, we all want to live a more intentional life because in a more intentional life, we're actually living the life that we want. We're living with purpose. We're living with passion and we're living with happiness. Guys, if you have any questions or any comments, any feedback on these podcasts, I, I, um, I would love to have your feedback. I was talking to a client at a studio that I teach at and she said, Oh, by the way, the other day I heard your podcast on alcohol and I'm like, you did. And I'm like, what do you think about it? So really send me feedback because I don't know what I don't know. My email, if you guys want to connect is info at Denali Again, that's info at Denali All right, guys, that's all I have for you today. Go out, set those priorities, set your boundaries, and have a great night's sleep. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks again.